Hello, here again at Restoration Church. We are doing the series, the and series that we call, and um, I get to talk about my favorite person, my favorite subject, and that's Jesus Christ. So the question is, who is Jesus? Jesus is God and man, and that's where we get the and from. So how you answer this question will determine your destiny. People have debated and do debate who Jesus really is, who Jesus really was. He is very God and very man. He's 100% God, 100% man. He has two natures, but just one person. So we're going to explore that, and uh, as we're talking, or as I'm talking, figure out what this means to you and what, what you do with this information. I think sometimes we get so familiar with uh, what we read in the Bible, what we hear, that we sometimes we don't think about Jesus being fully God and fully man. So hopefully some of the things I say will give you pause to think. So as Jesus, as a man, he was weary. But yet as God, he called the weary to himself for rest. As a man, he was hungry. Yet as God, he was the bread of life. Jesus, as a man, he was thirsty, and yet he was the water of life. He was in agony on the cross as a man, yet he healed all manner of disease and soothed every pain. Jesus grew as a man and waxed strong in the spirit, yet he was from all eternity. He was tempted Yet he as God could not be made to sin. Jesus as a man was self-limited in his knowledge, yet he was the wisdom of God. He said, my father is greater than I, yet also he that seen me has seen the father. He also said, I and the father are one. As a man, he prayed, but as God, he answered prayer. As a man, he wept at the tomb, yet he called the dead to rise. As a man, he died, but he rose into eternal life. Jesus is God. Jesus is man. So what does it mean for us that Jesus was a man? How does it affect our lives? What does it mean for us that Jesus was God? And how does it affect our lives? So why did Jesus come in the flesh? He came to reveal God to men. The incomprehensible God is translated into terms of human understanding as much as we are able to. He came to reveal man. He is God's ideal man. And as such, he is an example to believers. He came to provide a sacrifice for sin. He came in the flesh that he might destroy the works of the devil. Where Adam and Eve failed, he succeeded. He came into the world that he might be a merciful and high priest in things pertaining to God. In the flesh, he might fulfill the Davidic covenant. 
In his glorified body, he will appear again and reign as king of kings, lord of lords, and sit on the throne of his father David. In the flesh, he became head over all things to the church, which is his new creation, the new new humanity. So let's look a little bit as Jesus as God the Son. And we'll look at uh, four different categories, his names, his qualities, his works, and his claims. Of course, of all these things that I say, there are scriptures to uh, back it up, but we won't uh, give the scripture references. So let's look first at Christ's names. He was called God. The word was God. Thomas said when he put his hand on the scars of Jesus, my Lord and my God. Paul said in Titus, our great God and Savior. Also, Paul says in Romans, God blessed forever. Even in the Old Testament, Jesus is referred to as in Isaiah 9, 6, as mighty God. So what was Jesus' God-like qualities? Jesus was, he is perfect. He had all the attributes and qualities of God himself. In him was and is life. Jesus said, I am the life, the author of life. He was all-knowing. Jesus knew all men. He was, he is almighty. He had the power over disease, death, nature. He had the power over his own destiny. Jesus is incomprehensible. We cannot completely understand the depths of his being. Our knowledge is only partial. So his works, what were Jesus' works, his godlike works? He said, I must work the works of him that sent me. So the Bible says that Jesus created the universe. He sustains the universe. He is the author of creation. And he holds all things together. The laws of nature are in his hands. He controls the the course of history. History is his story. He has the power to forgive sins. Only God has the power to forgive sins. He will execute judgment on all men, the living and the dead, the nations of the earth. Only God could perform such a work. Jesus is God. So what was his God-like claims? Jesus claimed to enjoy the closest possible relationship to God. To know him is to know God. To see him is to see God. To receive him is to receive God. To honor him is to honor God. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Jesus claimed to be the object of saving faith on equal terms with the Father. He said, come unto me, believe on me, follow me, love me. So in closing, I want to quote the last verse in John's gospel. He said, John said, now there is many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. 
Jesus was God's ideal man and he was man's ideal God. So Jesus was fully man and fully God. We have someone that is in heaven who can sympathize with us, who knows us. And the great thing is that we will see him and be like him in our resurrected, glorified bodies as he is now forever. So that is the conclusion of my message. Thank you.